0: WrestleMania
1: 33.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the last art of wrestling. Hey babe. Fuck
1: <laughs>
0: on. <laughs> Less than twenty-four hours. Seven almost, seven hours or so. Seven hours away from WrestleMania. when you're finishing, if not a bit more now.
1: Probably a bit more now, probably eight
0: and yeah this
1: is our Redvania pod <laughs> yeah
0: notice how thrilled we are <laughs> yeah so, and of course Coxine joined by once again the baddest man the baddest man the baddest man on the planet
2: science he'll deliver me the word, uncle. how are we doing I'm alright tired yeah very tired <laughs> Was not good.
0: <laughs> I'm, t- I'm physically tired, I'm emotionally tired, and I'm just tired of this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. So. Do I to talk about the set? Or do you just want to jump in? Well, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was
0: WrestleMania 33, mate. It was...
2: <laughs> it was WrestleMania 33. The set was though massive, too far away because the ramp was so, so long. <laughs> and for what it gave you, it wasn't worth it.
0: <laughs> no. Because I knew it was in Orlando. Yeah. So, but it didn't help that when the the roller coaster came, the roller coaster set had been built. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, "Oh, what if someone jumps off it?" Like
2: Shane. Yeah, but unfortunately, it was about a mile away <laughs> from the ring, so it was never going to happen.
0: Well, that, and it would have taken until the main event could bloody climb up it.
2: Well, yeah, that's true. So, it was, yeah, it was there. It wasn't great.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. In front of 75000 ish, Yes, 75000 ish Whereas we watched it at home and
2: drank beer. Yes. Probably cheaper than the shit you'd pay in Orlando. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Even for an obstructive view. Yeah. Which, again, another... For some reason, massive fuck-up the WWE consistently does. Yeah.
0: I've we'll got a lighting way. rig up with massive poles, but you can buy a ticket for...
2: or whatever for a restricted view. Yeah, so you get to look at a post the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah, no. But even even then, it's like, you can look at the screen,
0: because you're half of it?
2: Yeah. No. No, (laughs) Well, you're
0: that far back, like, what's happened? Well, the dot just hit the other dot, I think, or it ran into the other dot.
2: Yeah. And now the dot's moving away from the dot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Um... I don't mind it being outdoors, I don't mind that. I just, yeah, it wasn't
0: great. Well, because we watched it at my house and you came round at half nine. Yeah. And the pre show started at ten. Yep. Yeah. And we put the pre show on about ten past, quarter past ten. Yep. Yeah. And the main card started at midnight and yeah. finished at half past
2: five. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> It was, wasn't worth it. <laughs> it's it really too long. Was.
0: Yeah. We <laughs> okay. so were going gonna to bend the rules beforehand. But
2: we didn't mm. decide to watch the pre-card instead because it had matches on it. Yeah. But, to be fair, well, no. I was about to say there were some of the better matches on the card. No, there mm-hmm. weren't. One of them was. One of them was okay. <laughs> the rest of them sucked. This card sucked. <laughs> Let's just get that out there.
0: <laughs> At least so they would never done like the WrestleMania Nine thing where they all even like
2: all the announcers in that wore togas. Oh yeah, yeah. I suppose that's that's one thing. I don't think I could have handled seeing JBL in a toga. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah,
0: um, let's just jump. We'll jump onto the pre-show first.
2: Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, Pre-show. Hosted by Renee Young with Booker T, who had no right to be there. Jerry the King Lawler, who (sighs) was just waiting to die. And Sharon Michaels, who had obviously been plucked from a wood somewhere. (laughs) Because... He was the only person not wearing black tie on the whole show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just shows up, cowboy hat, t-shirt. It'll do. It's the biggest night of the year, boy. it'll do. Not not even clean shaven. No. Like I said, he literally just plucked him from a wood.
0: (laughs) He was there filming his his hunting show or whatever, and he's like like a symbol in the sky.
2: (laughs) the, the, The broken heart, and he's like, Vince needs me. Yeah, Vince needs me to save the pre-show, even though I don't know half of the wrestlers on it. <laughs> in that though, like, even sort of Jerry the King is in some
0: sort of suit thing. He's probably wearing yeah. one of his bloody shitty MMA style t-shirts. Oh yeah, yeah, but he had a jacket on. Yeah, but then there's there's <laughs> Shawn Michaels, Mr. Wrestlemania. He's in quotation fingers in like a what looks like a scrappy grey t-shirt. Polly jeans and cowboy boots and a cowboy hat Yeah. Damn straight he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Looking like he'd had about two hours sleep in a month. Yeah. That's what happens when you live in the forest. <laughs> Hunting shit. <laughs> Living at close to Austin.
2: Not, I don't even consider him to be. He's probably just living in the in the brush somewhere on Austin's ranch, all <laughs> the deer feeders. Yeah, Austin's like no wonder I can't find no no deer horns anywhere. Fucking sure, Michael's kill them all. <laughs> trying to chase him off and he's like I'm just a
1: sexy boy <laughs> As he
0: there's, runs away this protein feed keeps running empty quick to me and just fills up and then Sean Michael comes out of the bush and by the side gives a handful of the back to the family I've got dinner it's protein <laughs> and he's my house going please can I have something else it's like you'll get, what you had, you'll get what you deserve and like it <laughs> this is what
2: Jesus gives us <laughs> but yeah no um yeah, pre-show. Um, first match. Yeah. So first cool. match: Adrian Neville and Austin Aries. Hey, uh, and I've uh, I've i put down short but entertaining, and uh, obviously spoiler alert: Neville went over um, for the cruiserweight title. By the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the cruiserweight title, of course, because title matches should be on the pre-show. <laughs> Remember that. Um. Yeah, it was. It was quite good, actually. It was well done. Um, It was entertaining for them for the most part. I just felt it was a little bit short. It was about ten minutes or so,
1: maybe. I thought ten
2: minutes. I thought they could have given him a bit longer to showcase his skills, really. Um, And I did enjoy the finish. I really enjoyed the finish. To be honest, it was probably the best bull one of the night. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was the best book finish of the night. It was one of the better. The way back. I think about it, it it's one of the better book matches. Oh, it's definitely one of the better book matches. But in terms of actual finishes, I think it was the best one.
3: Yeah,
2: it was the best one of the night. <laughs> it was the only one that seemed to advance anything. But we'll, <laughs> we'll come on to this. <laughs> Basically, it ends with Austin Aries goes for his submission move. What was it called The Last Chancery. There you go. That one. And then Neville looks like he's going to tap and then attacks his eye socket. Yeah. The reconstructed one. And yeah, then hits the red arrow and it's all But it was it was good. It was. It, it, it advanced Neville's character in that like we all knew he was a heel, but now he's like yeah, he's like a dirty heel like a yeah. proper heel it's not just that he's a heel because he comes out and tells you all that you know good it was he's actually a heel because he cheats yeah which he hasn't done before he's always won mm-hmm. but you know he's not actually cheated like I can't remember him cheating at all in the Jack Gallagher match or yeah. Lane and stuff like that he's but now it's kind of more cemented as a heel mm-hmm. to me yeah um, it makes him a bit more uh, that's what I'm looking for. It's like... I don't know, it's a bit more... Cerebral. evil, Cerebral. Yeah. Evil. Yeah. Evil level. Yeah, it's just a bit more like... Yes, this guy is a heel. You're supposed to boo him. Not, oh, he's just a bad guy and yeah. then he does a cool move, so we'll cheer him. Hmm. It is. No, he's actually a bit of a cunt. So... I thought it was a it was a good match you would say it was entertaining and the finish was well bought um, mm-hmm. and we both predicted it correctly uh, hopefully it means better things for the Cruiserweight division but you we'll know, see uh, hopefully I just don't think there's enough of them there's not enough of them for it to be different and the show on the network they don't push it on anything they yeah. don't, you know um, they the I've not watched it for
1: ages, so... No. Well, there's
2: talk of taking them off the main show as well, so you won't see it on Raw or everywhere. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good thing, because the one thing that I hated about that was it was, oh, well, we've got this eight-man tag team match from the Cruiserweights, Mm. and they come out, all hit the finishers, and go home. Yeah. And it's like, shit, this is what the Divas division used to be like. Mm. And that doesn't get anybody over. Doesn't advance any characters or anything like that. Yeah. Fuck it. Just ignore it completely. And how I'd almost say have them curtain jerk every pay per view for a while. Yeah. Establish the brand that way. Put on a great match to open every pay per view. Just yeah. put on a really really good match because you can do a promo package to give you the backstory for people who don't have the network I haven't seen them, and then boom, amazing match gets people to think. Oh, I wouldn't mind seeing them every week, and then getting your network subscriptions, and then watching the show. Yeah, that's the best way to do it, in my personal opinion.
0: Whereas at the moment, they need to do something because they started doing tapings after SmackDown. I think it was from Yeah, it, and it, people it, people were leaving.
2: <sighs> <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. They, they should never do that. They always used to be the format. Always used to be whatever it was, Velocity or whatever. Before Smackdown. Yeah. So you watch either the new guy or the jobbers or whatever it is on that show almost to try and establish them. Mm. And then you watch the actual main show yeah. that you've got to go, pay to go and watch. You don't want to do it the opposite way around because then you're going to have that issue. Mm. Because people don't know who they are yet because you haven't established them yet. You're working on the fact that the cruiserweight classic that they did, everybody watched it. Well, no, not everybody did watch it. No. I've still not seen it. I got the network, and then I didn't think, oh, I'll go back and watch that. I went and watched the UK tournament. You know what I mean? And then yeah. I started watching NXT. Yeah. So, you know, so fellow, you've got the The, the,
0: the UK tournament was over two nights. So it's the yeah, of two shows. Whereas the cruiserweight classic classic was like eight weeks something yeah like, so it's a lot and it was a t- having a two hour finale or something like that yeah so you've got like 10 hours 10-11 hours of programming yeah. there, whereas for the UK tournament you had four four, or five.
2: four to five hours yeah. yeah you know Um. again the other issue well the issue that I'd have with that is again the Cruiserweight classic half the guys that were in it aren't now in the WWE so again like you've not extended that I don't want to say olive branch that's the wrong word but you've not gone this is you know you've gone look at all these great cruiserweights that there are around the world and then you've gone and got half of them to actually be on your show and then the other ones are like (laughs) oh well I wanted to see that guy oh yeah we couldn't get him to sign (laughs) he's still working in Japan you can go watch that stuff for free on YouTube (laughs) oh excellent I'm going to go YouTube and watch that for free and not give you a tenner a month yeah whatever it may be. so, But they need to do something. Like I say, I think focus on just the main event of the Cruiserweights. Just Neville versus whoever. Put in a great match. Give them 15-20 minutes at the beginning of each show. Great match. Short promo. Great match. And then that will entice people to come and watch the show. Not eight-man tags where everybody just sits a finisher. Mm. We go, flip-de-doo, bro. Flip-de-doo. That'll get us to watch. Flip-de-doo, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, it won't. So yeah. So you got it. Do you have anything you want to add on that match? Um
0: it was it was good to get everyone sort of warmed up as an opener. Um the finish was good. Mm. I did like the sort of last chancery attempt into the sort of with the rake of the eye. Yeah. And then just sort of
2: there's that bit as well where like, Neville booted the rope. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> See, I commented on that at the time. Uh, it's something that not a lot of people do, but I think uh, it's probably the least, one of the least effective things you can fucking do. But it looks cool. <laughs> it just looks like, oh yeah, that probably would hurt. But I don't know, because the rope doesn't fucking move. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, he just goes and boots the rope into his eye. <laughs> if you're that, that you'll get like one day someone will do
0: it, and you'll have like Mark Cole or JBL breaking down and going, oh, but the vibrations of the rope.
2: Oh, like, oh no! Don't get all science on us now. No, like, you, you don't know science. <laughs> it'd be better if somebody did it once and the rope snapped and proper whiplash somebody. Oh, that'd be fucking painful. Probably kill a guy, but it'd yeah. look cool. <laughs> Find
0: a a turnbuckle to the head and just <laughs> yeah, just dead. <laughs> <laughs> Death, death, but then Neville going going for the red arrow. He's already won
2: by fatality.
0: Starts to pin him.
2: (laughs) Yeah, of course he does. (laughs) The show must go on. (laughs) Oh God!
0: Uh, Yes, we're going to hell.
2: uh, Yeah. Speaking of going to hell, (laughs) the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal (laughs) was next. I'm referring to my notes. Ridiculous result. <laughs> who won, Monko? Fucking Mojo really won. Fucking Catelyn and Uh It did nothing for anyone's character other than shit on the memory of Andre the Giant. That is what I have bought. <laughs> uh, who was your original pick? My original pick was Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Because someone who needs something for their character, you know? Yeah. And to be fair, the amount of hope spots he did with Dolph Ziggler where he was holding onto the ropes and shit.
1: Yeah.
2: Was made me think that he had a chance. But yeah, no. <laughs> it was like, no, lol. <laughs> lol, Mojo wins. It's, no. It's that uh... And to, oh God, I can't even say it. To rub salt into the wounds, Booker T's reaction. Oh, look at Mojo Rowley, now. He's got rid of the dead weight, Zack Ryder, the man who just carried his career for the past several months before getting injured. The, the man who won at, uh, in a ladder match at
0: WrestleMania last year.
2: Yeah, the man who was the Intercontinental Champion at WrestleMania last year, and then lost a day after, just cause you know shits and giggles. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, this helps nobody. Um the whole yeah, the whole point of this was so they could get Rob Gronkowski, or the Grunk, mm-hmm. as he was known, to come into the ring. Um it was that like though they put Killian Dane in it, and to
0: be fair he lasted quite far into it. He was one of the last three guys. Yeah. But then they put
2: that Chinese guy in it as well. Yeah. Um, just because he's Chinese. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: But I didn't see him get eliminated. Oh, I did. I saw him get eliminated. He got, um, Dolph Ziggler eliminated. Him. Mm-hmm. I think it was Ziggler. I don't know. Somebody super kicked him, which makes me think Ziggler. Because he just super kills people. Come on, man. Someone eliminated him. He eliminated someone, or a couple of people, and it was like, oh my god, look, he's eliminated someone, and then he was gone. It was like, oh yeah, it's one of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> one of those standard WWE moments. This yeah. match was shit. Yeah, considering it came down to Jinder Mahal and Mojo Rawley. But, no, it didn't. Because it was Jinder Mahal, Mojo Rawley, with an assist from Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. Bear in mind. I just wanted to point this out. Rob Gronkowski does one move. A football tackle. Air quotes. Rob Gronkowski doesn't play defence. Rob Gronkowski doesn't actually tackle people in American football. He plays on the opposite side. So, yeah, it doesn't even fit. <laughs> uh, it was pointless. It was stupid. Uh, it's not going to further anybody's character. Nobody gives a shit. It's ruined. Well, it's ruined whatever good credit the Andre the Battle Royal, Andre the Giant Battle Royal, whatever you want to call it, had. Mm. Um, we just spoke about it previously on the podcast about how when Baron Corbin was coming out, they'd announced him as the winner of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal at last year's WrestleMania. Yeah. And it felt prestigious, it felt like that meant something. Mm. Now it feels like it means nothing again. Yeah. It it doesn't, it's not going to further his character. I'd be surprised if he's still here in a year. Mojo Rawley is the worst wrestler on the roster today. The single worst wrestler on the roster today. He has zero charisma, he has zero wrestling ability. He has one wrestling move yeah and it's not a move he just runs into people it's not even a fucking spear it's like a football tackle well he had that and there was the, the,
0: the what's it what's it Naomi uses
2: the butt thing
0: yeah he was using oh, she way. calls it the rear view yeah he was he was using something like that at one point in NXT well uh, so that was when he was wearing red and he was like constantly shouting get hyped
2: he still fucking does he okay. just wears white now, because that Ryder used to wear white. <sighs> Do you not see Grunk's shirt? It said, get hyped on it.
0: Yeah. But this is when he used to come down, and he'd be standing there in the ring, shouting, get hyped,
2: stay hyped. Yeah. For the entire match. Yeah, I know. Oh, I've seen a Mojo roller match on NXT. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. And then he got jobbed out to uh, Rusev, and he was like, yay. <laughs> Break is back. back. It's, it's <laughs> like I said
0: to people, like I said it this last week on Facebook somewhere. They're like, Oh, who do you think is going to win the Andre, the, Andre Royal? I said, Well, you're asking me at a point when there's been no one announced for it apart from Juan Strowman. Yeah. He was the only entrant announced at the time when I recorded my predictions.
2: Uh, one of the few people who probably could have used the win. Yes. And it probably would have meant something if he'd won. Since yeah. we've just dropped him out for the past month. yes, But no, WWE, we can't do that. Mojo! Mojo! <laughs> pray for Mojo. Get fucking or hyped. Pray for Mojo.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I about that monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, God. Uh.
0: So, yeah, It's like what I was saying, though. I like, said, like, this battle always should be like, you should get something from it rather than a trophy and the sort of bragging right it should mean something yeah but like you should get some sort of like mid-card title shot for it or something something, anything
2: well yeah but again they're never going to do it though but they should I know they should because the match should mean something but why have the match mean something when we can use it as a facility to go there's a celebrity in the crowd (laughs) let's involve him somehow because he's Mojo Roy, his friend. Not forgetting that if any other fan had got in the ring, they would have had the piss beaten out of them by the wrestlers, by security. There was one woman <laughs> who tried to stop Rob Gronkowski—a short blonde security woman—was all the security the stadium could muster to try and stop a six-foot-four, two-hundred-pound man from getting in the ring. Yeah. The thing to note here is, folks, if you're a millionaire. You're allowed in the ring. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mojo. I'm not praying for him. I don't want him to be anywhere near my fucking roster. Well, <laughs> my for one respect.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. No. Awful. <laughs> awful. Um. Awful result. Awful match. Did nothing to help anybody. Um. I can't even say that it made the big show. Braun Strowman looked strong. It didn't. It bitched them out, it bitched everybody out except for maybe Killian Dane. And then if I suppose at the end of the day he got beat by Mojo Rowley, so he got bitched out. Mojo Rowley. Jinder got hindered. Jinder got hindered. Hmm. Yeah, he did. (sighs) Fucking awful. Um moving swiftly on. (sighs) Why was this on it? Ambrose versus Baron Corbin for the Intercontinental title. Remember what I said about title matches being on the pre-show? Yeah. Why?
1: <laughs>
2: this is supposed to mean something. <laughs> <laughs> you have relegated the, the, the Intercontinental title to the same fucking thing as the Andre the Giant battle fucking royal.
1: Yeah. With
0: two guys who... Have very, very, very similar sounding entrance themes.
2: Yeah, which we did mention when we were watching this. Yeah, it's it was kind of like obviously if you didn't see them walking down to the ring, if you couldn't see, you would assume the same. It, it just randomly pauses music. Yeah, you wouldn't actually know.
0: You <laughs> just you just assume because they're
2: walking for the ramp. Always like he's still walking. Second mile. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hundred and fucking sixty yard ramp or something stupid. <laughs> I'm obviously exaggerating. Um, notes for this match: disappointing, very meh, and the result helps no one. It did nothing. Uh, anybody's character. It did nothing as a match. It was just
0: there. It was there uh, for the the TV audience in America.
2: Well, I get that. Uh, you know, um, in case you guys didn't know, this was the only match that was shown on USA network in the. I think about Royal ones
0: as
1: well. Was it?
2: it? Yeah. Oh, I that was hour two. Right. Okay. So there was a two in hour two that was shown on the USA network. Obviously, in case you'd forgotten, Wrestling's Christmas, and realized, oh shit, Wrestling's on tonight. Let's go buy it on pay per view. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Watch it on the network anyway because it's cheaper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this was a SmackDown match. This was nothing different to anything you see every night on SmackDown. Very average, very,
0: yeah. very dull and very, pl- very, very plain for a, a WrestleMania match. He does a quotation fingers.
2: Yeah, and the finish was just shit. It's
0: garbage, pure garbage.
2: <laughs> well, it's... T- Baron Corbin, I've been quite vocal on this podcast about how impressed I am with him. Yeah. As, and I thought, oh, this is a great opportunity to give him a bit of a mid-card push, you know, put the sh- put a belt on him and say, look, we're building young talent, yeah? He's young, he's ta- he is really talented. Look what we can do. And instead, they made him look like an absolute chump. Mm-hmm. They made him look completely useless. It was, he basically controls the whole match, gets frustrated, starts shouting, hits his finisher, Ambrose immediately kicks out, hits his finisher all over. Yeah. And it was like, what? Ambrose did about four moves. Mm-hmm. And wins. A theme that we're about to hear much more. It was shit. It Dean. Am, why did Dan, Dean Ambrose need the win? Did it favour his character? No. Did it help his character? No. Did it ruin? All that, in, yeah, ruin Baron Corbin's character. Did it ruin all the positivity that you built up in the Rumble with him eliminating the Undertaker and blah blah blah? No, he, sorry, he didn't. No, he did No, he didn't eliminate the Undertaker. Sorry. No, he eliminated. He, um, he eliminated somebody important. I can't remember who it was. Was it Strowman? I think it was Strowman. Could
1: have been Strowman?
2: Um Yeah, it just made him look a bitch. And just who gives a shit? Who gives a shit about Dean Ambrose? No one. Oh, sorry, Renee Young does, because she's screwing him. Um unfortunately. <laughs> So, yeah, no, did nothing, didn't help anybody. (laughs) Meh. Main show. (laughs) On to the main card. I don't know why I just did (laughs) that. Yeah, the main card. Kicks off with AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. Which made no fucking sense whatsoever.
0: (laughs) They sort of... uh... First first thought when I when he was like, Oh, this is the first match, like, right. Well chain has been nothing stupid and there's no stipulation.
2: Yeah. The first thought that came through to my head was, Wait, this match needed a stipulation, why is this not on layer? Yeah. Why has we not done a backstage segment where AJ Styles attacks him beforehand or something so yeah. there's a stipulation thrown in or where he like I mean, to be fair, I don't know. I don't know what Daniel Bryan's medical condition is, but you could probably do you could probably do a backstage segment where he gets attacked. So then Shane's like, "Oh, I'm making this like an ODQ match or something, you know? A false cat anywhere match is what this match should have been." Um, but yes, in terms of notes, I uh, put just proves even the best wrestler in the world can't drag a good match out of an untrained fifty-year-old.
0: <laughs> 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 the only note I thought was something commentary. About Shane McMahon it was like, oh, he learned, he's trained in Muay Thai and boxing and whatever else. It's yeah. like, his punches look fucking god-awful. Yeah, they It's do.
2: like, oh, look, he's doing the knees. It's like,
0: again, god-awful. Yeah.
2: He's not, yeah. And in case anybody didn't know, Shane McMahon has admitted he's never actually trained as wrestler wrestler. Um, Shane McMahon is what I can only describe as a spot monkey. He is willing Not to jump off yeah. he's willing to jump off really really high things through really really hard things. And it's cool. And we like seeing it because we like seeing him hurt himself and other people. And that's what Shane McMahon's really good at. The one thing Shane McMahon can't do is wrestle a wrestling match. Which unfortunately is what they tried to make this. Yeah. At least for the first ten minutes. Yeah. And it was one of the sloppiest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I think the only thing he did well was headlock take down. Yeah, the rest the, they did, they tried to do transitions and stuff where he was like transitioning faster than AJ Styles could keep up and stuff like that, and it just looked god awful. It mm-hmm. was like uh, no, his arm drags looked awful. It was just it was it wasn't even believable. Because yeah. his punches look that shit and his knees look that shit. Yeah. It just isn't believable. And he got booed. Rightly, he got booed. Um everything AJ Styles did got a yay. <laughs> um you No, know, and that's not that's not <laughs> from us in the fucking home. This is people there. <laughs> this was the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um But no, this match needed to be A false count anywhere spot fest. And they tried to turn it into a spot fest but inside a standard wrestling match by using
1: a ref bump. Yay! Ref
3: bump. (laughs) Woo!
2: (laughs) No. So, it was shit. Ref bump from medics. Oh yeah, the ref bump that hard, he needed a medic. but Two, in fact. Yeah. So that he could miss the coast-to-coast attempt by AJ Styles and then the actual coast-to-coast coast by Shane McMahon. And, not forgetting the bit where he tries to jump, does the elbow through the announce table, and misses. And just crashes and burns. All this, because he got, you know, ran into. Yeah. I don't think he was even <laughs>
1: ran into I think
0: he
2: just got somebody pushed into him. I'm what? not sure the actual build. But... I can't remember.
0: It was well, a rough just... Oh yeah, shit. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was um, AJ went to kick him in the head and he caught the ref. Oh, right, okay. Because i mean, chained up to whatever. Yeah. But there was not forgetting the one arm sound clash because that's a new that's a move of oh, now. Fucking hell.
2: Yeah, well uh, that's <laughs> the thing with that is as should happen the commentary Todd Phillips tries to cover for AJ Styles and Shane yeah. Man in that. Because it wasn't, it wasn't, it almost, I don't want to say it was one of their fault, because it wasn't, it was, I think it was the way it was supposed to happen, and they tried to cover for it, saying, oh, well, we didn't get all of it, JBL just shit on it. I was like, no, I fucked it up, Yeah, didn't get it right. I was like, no, your job is to cover for people. That's what good commentators do. This good commentary is it's like, oh it was a botch there, but I'm not gonna tell you that it was a botch, I'm gonna try and say that it was something else. Yeah. I'm gonna try and say that it looked like this. And that's my that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to make these guys look good. That's your job. Not mm. to shit on it. Yeah. But unfortunately JVL was in one of those movies where he shot on everyone yeah. tonight. Everyone No idea why. Because he's a fucking prick. He needs to retire. Well, there's not, yeah, but... <laughs> he's a prick. He needs to go. Go away. I don't even know what... It's like... We've discussed it before. It's like, you can't... It's almost like they don't... They, they don't feel like they have anyone to replace him. Or they would. Yeah. I mean, we're in, a, we're in an age where we have two colour commentators. Fuck knows why we have two colour commentators. Because you don't need it. There is... N- David Atunga adds nothing nothing of use and JBL is more interested in just well, throwing shade <laughs> I guess this is a way to say it he does nothing, he adds nothing of value, it's not even like he's just behind the heels for the sake of being a heel he doesn't even do that anymore Yeah, he's... it's just whether you're a heel or a face, oh look he fucked up, Ha, ah, he's shit he's not as good as me back in my day Yeah, it's... <laughs> the problem is the alternative is Booker T. That's your only no, alternative. No, no, no. not <laughs> my fair five. <laughs> Shucky looking like crap.
0: <laughs> I forgot about Shucky he's looking in my, like crap. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's my fave, fave five.
2: He's in my fave five of my fave fives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm sure he actually said that one. He's like, this is, this is my fave fave five. <laughs> and then another one, he was like, this is my top fave five. <laughs> and it's like, oh. right. you've got about like a top, like a fave 20 now, mate. There's no going back. <laughs> it's like, you can keep it off these like different lists all you want. But it's like, <laughs> fast, Eight you, five?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No. It's
0: not time a child. He was like, it's just, I I was a five-time champion. Five times.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. But, no. This match wasn't very good. Really. It shouldn't have been a curtain-jerker. It didn't really do anything for anybody. It was never meant to, to be honest. We all knew what the result was going to be. It was never going to put anybody over more. It was never going to be... It was only to get
0: them both on the card, really, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: but you didn't need... Well... The story behind it is the asked Shawn Michaels to wrestle AJ Styles, and Shawn yeah. Michaels said no. Mm. So they needed to get him on the card somehow. So they thought, oh, well, we'll just do with Shane, which is stupid. Yeah, you there's so many more people on the card. You could have just, you could have put him in a match.
0: There's that, but at least sort of Shawn Michaels followed the the adage of I'm staying retired.
2: Oh no, I don't mind that, but like I'm just thinking that you could have used AJ Styles a lot better. Mm. Can you imagine put him in the card title match? Yeah. How much better would that match have been with AJ Styles in it? Oh, yeah. It wouldn't
1: they be have been great. Done that,
2: but, yeah, yeah, but. Whatever reason. They won't. Because there's fucking pricks. Because of booking. Because your booking sucks. <laughs> Gotta control of the orders. <laughs> <laughs> they could have put him in the world title picture, for fuck's sake. They could have put him in the WWE title match. It won not that many matches to get in the damn thing. <laughs> <It's just laughs> like, oh, no, Randy Toons is mine. <laughs> well, but you know my fucking thoughts about that storyline already. Yeah, which we'll get on to later. Fucking shit. What's that called? Moving on. Next match. Uh, YTJ versus Kevin Owens for the United States title. When both are from Canada. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, but at least the champ came out second. True. Which we'll come on to. I've actually put props probs the best match on the card. The ending was a disappointment and kind of tarnished it. Now, what I will say about this match is it's quite slow. At least I thought it was relatively slow. Like a bit of a slow burn on it. But it was still it was good. It was still a good match. It kept you involved. Even though, one of the few matches where I knew the result, what the result was going to be. Everybody knew what the result was going to be. But it was still entertaining enough to keep me interested. I still wanted to watch the match. I was still interested by the match. And then the finish was just kind of, oh, right, it's over then. Yeah, right. okay, yeah. Mm. Guess so. Uh, what's going on next? Um, no celebrations after the match with the title or anything like that, really. It was just kind of, yeah, we've, we're done, let's go.
1: Yeah.
2: Which was kind of how the end of the match felt. It was like, yeah, end. Oh, but then, well, like you said before, what more could they have done? Yeah, they were, well, considering they'd gone sort
0: of back and forth as like multiple Water Jericho attempts. Like Kevin Owens trying to power bomb, I think it got reversed inside like, the walls. Yep. Trying it again, got reversed into the code breaker. Yep. Jokingly, they, they, they the lion's salt—they did got—they got the shit in essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the only real highlight was the finger on the rope. <laughs> it was a great moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was like, the, the the finish came out unexpectedly, but I think it needed to in a way because it was just there was nothing nothing else they could have done. No, to I finish didn't. it off unless like. Like Owens literally put him in the ring, picks him up, pushed him into the ropes, and then Jericho sort of just like saunters over, yeah, well, and what? then gets picked up for the power bomb.
2: I suppose it was a good ending in that sense. I mean, like they did. A, there was another part of the match that I liked actually, where um, Jericho was sat on the apron, and Kevin Owens did the cannonball into the ring post. Mm into, so into Jericho who's against the ring post. I like that because obviously he normally does it in the ter- in the turnbuckle that was yeah. quite, I, I hadn't seen him do that before on the ring apron, I thought that was quite good obviously the finish was the pop-up powerbomb onto the ring apron which is a horrible bump, yeah. It looks sick every time he does it, but I still didn't think it was going to be the end, I thought he might like stick with the walls of Jericho or something to end it yeah. um, not that he needed it it genuinely didn't, it it was a good. It was a good match. Um, so I mean, it was. It just what it was a good match. It just again, it, did it feel like a WrestleMania match? Did it feel like a WrestleMania moment? And it was uh, yeah, It was. It was good. Yeah. But would I expect to see that in another pay per view like that? Yeah, probably. Wouldn't expect to see much different. Um, you know, whereas WrestleMania, you usually expect guys to go a little bit above and beyond. Yeah, to me. Um, but no, I'd, I'd say check it out. <laughs> this, especially for the finger spot, that's good. You'll probably find the gifts of that anyway, rather than actually yeah. to watch the whole tenth twenty minute match. Looking so, like you said before, though, about like Jericho going as champion. It's
0: like, we know what's happening.
2: Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> wait, did they did Fuzzy announce another tour? Oh wait, yes they did.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we know what's happening. But when does the tour start? Oh. Mid April. Yeah. <laughs> European tour?
2: Oh yeah, he's uh, he's not worked that around uh his wrestling days, so do dooby doo. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh the next match, so third match on the main card out of ten. The raw women's title match.
1: <laughs>
2: and the start of the pet peeves. <laughs> With Bailey, the champion, coming out first. (laughs) Why? The champ should never come out first. It just, it makes them look bush league. Mm. That's the only way I can describe it, is bush league. And it just, yeah, it just, she came out and I just thought, she's going to cry. She looks like she's going to cry. She looks scared. She looks worried. She looks like a, a baby. Like a baby girl. Who needs a hug. But I suppose I fits in with a gimmick. Because she's a hugger. Um, followed by Nia Jax. Who looked like she was going to kill someone. Um, I, I'm actually quite high on her character. I, quite, I think her character is quite good. Did book her relatively well. Um, it, I suppose... It's helped that the fact that fucking Lawler's not on commentary because he would ruin her gimmick inside of <laughs> fucking five seconds. Yeah. Um. But yeah, don't don't have an issue with that. Um. Sasha Banks, tired of her shit. gonna be honest.
0: The, f- the first one to actually you come out with like an actual save herself walking to the ring.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but again, the, well, I suppose that's going a bit above and beyond for WrestleMania, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose you're doing something a bit different. Bailey didn't do anything different. If anything, she had less inflatable arm waving tube men. What are they called? The only thing she came out with like, the, the robe she had on was like a Mount on robe. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you so, could give her that. Um, oh my god, that's where the finish comes from. I'll come on to it. Um, and then. Charlotte comes out last with the biggest fireworks display of the night. Yeah. Um, which made me think, oh my god, she's going to win. <laughs> Literally, like, there is absolutely no way on earth they've given her this fucking entrance and they're not going to have a win. Because it was, it, it was like five minutes of constant fireworks. And I was like, she's dressed like a peacock. There's fireworks. And this is the arena where her dad got retired. Yeah, you're telling... There is no way they can fuck this up. They can't yeah. possibly mess this up. She's got to win. They can't screw this up. Oh, yes, they fucking can. Yeah. Oh, yes, they fucking can. The match itself is alright. Bits, well... The the, the the majority of the match is alright. The way that they deal with Neo Jax is alright. Oof. Because the other three girls team up to eliminate. She takes a fucking horrible bump on her head. Yeah, a yeah. S- sick bump. And but as we discussed uh-huh. at the time, I think she's probably she's probably used to taking bumps like that because she is always going to be that much bigger than everyone she's wrestling with. Yeah. And promoters and idiots are going to think that she they can still suplex her properly and stuff like that, and yeah. you can't it's it's not their fault it's just don't book those moves book it differently yeah. like they booked the powerbomb that they did to her which was like a triple powerbomb but that made sense because you needed the support of all of them
1: yeah.
2: to help with it yeah it, these aren't men The the women now I don't mm-hmm. mean any offence by that but when one of them is oh, more than 100 pounds heavier than the rest of you or whatever you need that yeah so, that's fine. She got eliminated first. Don't have an issue with that. Um, Bailey, because of the way they did it, they still made her look strong because it took three of them. And all three of them jumped on her to pin her as well, which is something else. Uh, I say it makes her look strong. It made her look threatening and they had to take her out first why she was obviously going to win. Yeah. Um, Sasha Banks then gets eliminated next and basically what happens is Bailey gets thrown out of the ring somewhere and we have Charlotte versus Sasha Banks, six hundred and thirty six. For the next 10 minutes.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know where the fuck Bailey went. Um, probably cowering under the ring. Um, um, I think she was uh, out the side or something. Well, she wasn't in the ring. Yeah. Let's put it that way. She wasn't involved. Um, Charlotte exposes the middle turnbuckle and uses it to knock Sasha Banks out. Mm. It was actually quite good. I, I, again, I thought, oh, you know what, actually, um, I see why all the hype's been between these two um, but again it was it was done well
1: yeah.
2: so then Bailey gets back in the ring but he's hobbling a little bit yeah straight away Charlotte notices it attacks the knee yeah. works the leg works the leg works the leg smashing her knee into the exposed turnbuckle
1: great I was thinking oh booking
2: the booking's going well <laughs> they're doing something right they're setting her up for the figure eight yeah. She can't get the figure eight. She gets her in the figure four. Bailey somehow gets out of it. Charlotte's a bit distraught, blah, blah, blah. And then we have Bailey no-selling. Charlotte hitting her head off the ter- exposed turnbuckle. And Bailey considers you into no-sell as she climbs the ropes like there's nothing wrong with her and attempt an elbow drop. Now, I say attempt, because she did do an elbow drop. But Michael Cole... Decides to call it a match of elbow drop. It's not a match of my elbow drop. It's nothing like a match of my elbow drop. <laughs> Bailey maybe jumps about three foot away from her. It wasn't quite a Billy Kidman, but it was pretty fucking <laughs> close. Oh, that's something I missed from the last match. Um, sorry, the first match even. But it was. It wasn't a match of elbow drop. If that's a match of my elbow drop, he's. Charlotte needed to be in the middle of the ring,
1: yeah,
2: r- spot on in the middle of the ring, and it—it's the sailing across mm. that makes it a Macho Man elbow drop. Yeah, that's why I hate when CM Punk did it because he doesn't. It's not the Macho Man elbow drop. It's yeah. not graceful enough. Mm. It's not picture perfect enough. Every time Macho Man does that move, it's like art. Yeah, the only way I can describe it—it's mm. <laughs> like an art form. It's like, fucking hell, look at him sail across there. Like, shit, that looks cool. You know what I mean? And, you yeah. think, and you're watching and you think, fuck, I wish I could do that. Mm. And then I saw Bailey do it last night and I was like,
1: R-r-r-r-r-r.
2: don't be sick. <laughs> it was literally like
0: gippage. There's always one of the ones I remember, I think it was on like, the best resume DVD I've got somewhere. Yeah. Home. And he hits it on... I want to say Ted DiBiase, right? Is it Ted DiBiase or Jake the Snake? It's one of those two when he he just hits it picture perfect like across the throat. Yeah, but the way it's... the whole camera angles, but it looks beautiful.
2: Yeah, it, the thing is, it can do. And somebody else who can do that I'm mean, sure, Michaels can do it. Yeah, but I was just, I, and that's what just hit me now, is they had Bailey come out with the Macho Man Ro Band
1: mm-hmm.
2: and winning with the Macho Man Elbow Drop against. Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair, no. Flair, Randy Savage, WrestleMania eight, eight, and I was just like, oh, and it's literally <sighs> taken me till now to notice this, yeah, okay. and I'm still like, you fucked up. The booking was good, and then we just, just thought, no just, sell that just shit. Just to jump onto a, a, a bit
0: of tri- <laughs> trivia as well, um, sort of jumping back to the, the first match here. Um, did you notice something about Neville? Wearing gold. What happened? <sighs> you won. What colour call Bailey wearing gold. Which one wearing gold? But she was bright coloured. Well, she had gold trim. Of course not. Yeah, I know she won. Recurring theme. Yes, I know. Right. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
2: That's for <really> the <a> conspiracy. <laughs> yes. The <laughs> you are you're wearing gold. <laughs> In, yeah. Except what? for you, except
0: for
1: you, Roman, you would have went black. In <laughs> <And> gold. Didn't have gold on Roman? The sign was
0: Was it?
2: I think what it was. was. No, it wasn't. What oh, was it the one on the back? I don't it may know. Martin. Martin. I thought there was, or was it the fake? the part of it I definitely did. I'm sure it was. it was the Is jack in hand. <laughs> Don't you get a certain role <laughs> We'll come on to it later. Yes, uh, as you said. Um, yeah, it, if they wear gold, they're probably going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now, what did you think of the match? Um, it was all.
0: It's like we, we knew, you could tell from the beginning that Nia Jax was going to be first eliminated. Yeah. Um. I was part like, like everyone else, I was expecting like, the whole rumour thing of like, a Sasha Banks heel turn. Yeah, yeah. Which I partially expected when Charlotte left the ring and went, you two go at it.
2: Yeah, and, yeah.
0: And didn't happen. But then she got eliminated next. Yeah. And then it came out a Bailey Flair, so it's like, ooh, Charlotte could win this. But didn't, because yeah. she wasn't wearing gold. <laughs> it was just I don't know. it just but it's I think it's the from what I have read previously, the set looking to set up like a Bailey like elevating Bailey and pushing her like possibly like a Sasha Banks Bailey feud later in right, okay. summer. So whether then Sasha Banks turns tonight or not...
1: Yeah, that would make sense. ...could happen, I don't know. But
2: well, she could come out and win for a title it's... shot and then obviously get rebuffed and then it'll be like, you know, we're not friends anymore.
1: Yeah. Shit.
2: But... They
0: need more than the three they have currently doing the rounds of... Yeah, they the, do. The, 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 ...the women's title or whatever. Well... <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> the Royal Women's Division is... Well, it's, it's alright, it's just there ain't many of them. But, as we'll come to find out later, there ain't many on Smackdown either. And, personally, I know they're talking, I know, um, I think they've recently announced they're going to do the Women's Tournament, aren't they?
1: Yeah.
2: Now, to me, I'd treat the women like I do the cruiseways. Okay. And I'd have them all together. Because at the moment, I don't think the split works. Not like, for the women, really. Man. And I'd have it attached to, well, whichever one I don't have the cruiserweights attached to. So if I have the cruiserweights attached to SmackDown, I'll keep the the women on row. Yeah. And that's the way I'd do it. Because I think you need the variety. Mm. Like, I can't name another woman on RAW's roster out of those four, other than those four. coxie
0: can either. Hence the delay. Yeah. No, I'm drawing a blank.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's it. That's what I mean. There is, and like, okay, there's, uh, my understanding is there's quite a few of them obviously down in NXT. But again, it's not something that they've, that it's great. Yes, I agree. These women do need to be showcased. I agree with you 100%. But, if you're gonna do a women's tournament then you're obviously gonna have a win I'm assuming you're gonna end up going towards like a women's only possibly hourly show each week maybe at the end of it they could do I think sort of because like the with the whole
0: sort of the the, revolu- the women's revolution or whatever yeah and like because I know Netflix is aiming to bring back they're doing like they're doing like a, a glow. Oh yeah, yeah, TV series like mm-hmm. drama series, or whatever. So that could sort of factor into this whole of them like, the women's, women's tournament. But then again, it's sort of you know, the cruiserweights and the tag team done UK. Yeah, they're going to do other countries yeah. soon. It's like, well, it's never going to get a women's tournament.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know. I just think maybe you don't do it that way, <laughs> but you need more women. They need more women, but again, it's. Would you, would you really watch a women's show? I don't know. It depends who's on it. Would, not, I, not would, so I, sad, would I watch? Would I watch? As- would I watch Asuka from NXT every I, week? Would I watch her every week? The answer I mean, is yes. Sort of, I'd literally tune in to find her matches. Going back to
0: I think what was in the last episode, or I may have said on the, the solo pod. Yeah, you have Raw three hours, SmackDown two hours, NXT one hour. Two or five live, one hour.
2: So that's what? Nine hours? Yeah. No. Three, five, seven, seven hours. Seven hours.
0: Plus talking smack. Yeah. The raw pre show, whatever
2: it is. Yeah. The smackdown pre show? Yep. Yeah. Uh No. Post mm. show.
0: Well, it's, so talking it's talking
2: smack, Smart, don't it, yeah. Um and then there's the other thing where, is it Cody Graves and JBL sit and talk to some interview guy? I think so, yeah. There's that. There's Holy holy whatever what it's called. But if you're looking at what, that's sort all of weekly. No, just, yeah, weekly wrestling. Weekly
0: TV, weekly TV that they do yeah. on, that, on the network and that. There's about 10 hours.
2: Yeah. Well, that, they want to add another hour to that. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Well, maybe, may, maybe you don't do it that way because obviously the talk is of bringing in ROH's uh, network-only developmental league, mm. which is kind of what NXT is. <laughs> so I'm a little bit yeah. unsure how they're going to do that. Um, but the way I, I'm guessing, the way I'd see it is, they are separate, and you don't call it a developmental league. It is these people work for this company. This is NXT. This is us. Yeah. And you have it segregated in that manner. So there's the free entities almost because like NXT, <laughs> I
4: think it's, it's going
0: it's gonna essentially having like a bit of a to go slightly off top. It's gonna be end up like a hierarchy. Yeah. Because they're bringing these, they're trying to get these other companies signed to the network. So you're gonna have Ring of Honor, ICW, Progress, Evolve. Yeah. Bottom tier. Next tier, NXT. Yeah. UK
2: whatever yeah everybody not your hierarchy that's quite uh, you see I don't mind that but I understand what you're saying you're probably not gonna you you, you don't want to add another hour TV every week because you don't want again uh, like you say would you go and tune into a woman to find just you know a woman's show every week mm. uh, said, I'd watch if she was on every week I'd watch one match every week yeah. because uh, there are
0: I know just I know there are women's the companies yeah and Mm -hmm. people do go and watch them yeah but you're saying it wouldn't work in a WWE environment I'm just saying I don't think you could get a draw every week for it yeah and then have people watch it as well yeah it's like like NXT TakeOver did 15,000 sold out
2: yeah yeah (laughs) I know what you mean because it's like yeah like you say, if they're struggling already to get viewers for the two o five live, yeah. then you're going to struggle to get viewers for another show as well. Yeah. And as we discussed earlier, the way to build up to that—that's the way to build up two o five live, and the way to build up that show is to isolate it, almost isolate them, and say, if you want to see these guys, this is what you tune into, and this is what they can do, and you showcase them, and then you do this, yeah. So, I mean, maybe... uh, I was thinking something very similar with the women because you only have a finite amount of them currently. We can only think of four Mm. on Raw. I can only think of six on SmackDown. That's ten.
1: Yeah.
2: So you have a total of ten stars. Yeah, or... Not even stars. You just have a total of ten female wrestlers. Have them on one show. Yeah. Build it up. Different variety. Yeah? And... Because they're on one show, it's, again, you don't have that s- silly split. So you're having a, you have one match, one great match every week or a couple of great matches every week and you can focus on that rather than, well, here's a random, like SmackDown, the the women are booked like they were 10 years ago. Yeah. It is, oh, look, here's a SMOZ Fest. Oh, look, this is supposed to be a tag team match, but two of them are on commentary, two of them aren't. And oh wait, actually, no, now everybody's just in the ring. for helpful way.
1: Yeah.
2: Schmelz fest. And that's literally <laughs> all they do. So uh yeah, now sack that off. Yeah. Book them all like you do on RAW yeah. and showcase them. So if you've got say I'd attach if you're gonna attach the crew, obviously cruiserweights are on after two or five uh, sorry, the two or five live is on after SmackDown, so you've got that attached that way. Do women on raw split her up. That would be my idea. But, it was, again, it was alright match. The finish was just shit. Yeah. Um I don't know. What anything you want to add? Nothing really, no. It was
0: I'm I know like it has been the whole thing of like Bailey's like, yeah, my favourite wrestler growing up with Macho Man. Yeah. Um It does sort of come down to like the whole sort of Bailey Flair, mania, understandable. Yeah. But
2: Yeah. I know what you mean. It was just it was just badly booked. In
0: in more depth.
2: Yeah. Well that's what we've just highlighted.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We can name four. Mm. In your in your strongest women's division, let's call it. We can name four of them. Yeah. I can name four on NXT. In fact, I can name five on NXT. So... Ember Moon, yep, Billy Kay, yep, Peyton Royce, yep, uh, Nikki Cross, yep, Ruby Riot, yep. So you're on six already. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on you're on six before you get to jobbers, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's, so, one, there's more as well I just can't think
2: of there are up currently, so. there are more but like again you you can name six on NXT you can name six on Smackdown but you can only name four on Raw and Raw's supposed to be the pinnacle of women's wrestling yeah but it always only the pinnacle of women's wrestling because you only know because two, two of them have put on apparently really really good matches I haven't watched them that's the only reason I say apparently but from what I have seen of them they are good you can't just keep having them flip flop the title. Charlotte Flair's a five time champion yeah. inside less than twelve months, inside six months probably. That's ridiculous. That's that's ridiculous. That's like a hardcore title back in the twenty four seven days. It's like I held the title eight times for a total of an hour. Yeah, and stuff. Oh, God. You know, that's that's the kind of realms that we're all talking about. So we don't want, you can't have that. We can't handle that shit. Yeah. So more depth. And I'd suggest bring them all together as well, personally.
4: Hi, I'm Paul the Hat Guy Flinders, and I'm the host of the RAD podcast, Random Ass Discussion. And we discuss about absolutely anything that's on our minds. Doesn't matter how taboo the subject is, we will talk about it and give you our opinion, whether it's popular or not, controversial or not, or thought-provoking or just downright daft. You can find us on Spreaker at www.spreaker.com forward slash RAD podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash UK podcast. We are on Twitter at UK RAD podcast. And we are also now on iTunes. Uh, just search for us at the UK RAD podcast and we should show up. So, if you're ready for a bit of a random ass discussion, a little bit of um, comedy gold, and maybe a little bit of thought-provoking uh, conversation, uh, come over, join the fun. And just remember, there are plenty of podcasts out there, but not that many of them are rad. Now it's back. It's a lost art of podcasting slash wrestling slash keyfades. Are you for
0: watching WrestleMania with a slog) <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, people don't think this is a slug, but there we go. <laughs> people enjoy our banter. Damn straight. Chat to Big Pete. <laughs> um, Tiles. Tag team match player. Uh, yeah. So, um, this match was originally billed as big casts and Enzo. Melvin uh, well, jumped it. It was built to the
0: triple threat
2: ladder match. Yeah, it wasn't. A Triple Threat Ladder match. The New Day, who apparently are hosts because <laughs> they needed have, something to do. Yeah, they needed something to do when we can't really talk about Xavier Woods.
0: <laughs>
2: um, but, uh, yeah. So, New Day come out. cut Kind of a boring promo. Essentially saying, uh, yeah, we've decided this isn't going to be a Fatal 4-Way and start acting like they're going to be in it. And then introduce the Hardly Boys. what <laughs> <laughs> I do mean the Hardy Boys, of course. <laughs> it kind of kills it off, though, when Cobra when
0: when Kings, Kingston takes his hat off and goes, oh, I wonder who it could be. Yeah. Out comes the unbroken Matt Hardy. Which, yeah, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> and Jeff, Jeff Hardley. Because <laughs> another druggie is what he'll always be. <laughs> he got high on the sting on a PPV. Um, uh, so yeah, no. <laughs> The Hartley boys, two young whippersnappers, were pensioned for wrestling clues. <laughs> so they broke him out with their raging clues.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they, they pointed towards the ring.
2: <laughs> the thing is, right, Matt Hardy stood there pointing towards the ring, but still doing... With his raging clue. With his raging clue, but he's still doing <laughs> his... Broken Matt Hardy facial fi- yeah. expressions and still doing the motions like he's broken Matt Hardy. But he's coming out to the old Hardy Boys theme. And by the way, Matt Hardy put a fucking shirt on. <laughs> For
0: fuck's sake. <laughs> he looks better than the one when he came. He's like,
2: I'm eating great. Oh yeah, he looks better than fat Matt Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still, he's still fucking Cesaro and Sheamus put a shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> Put a fucking shirt on. <laughs> Everybody else wears a shirt for a reason.
0: <laughs> the sort, of, the sort of reference NXT. Oh no! Put a shirt on. <laughs>
2: oh gosh Oh. Oh man. Speaking of which, go takeover was alright, but um, we'll discuss that in another part. But yeah, <laughs> um, but
0: essentially, sort of the, um, it was alright. Well, I, I was just sort of saying as like, cut to, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. It was like that Promo they did, they put on their YouTube where they had the TNA belts. Oh, right. And they they dropped them into Matt's lake or something and brought out their new belts. Right. Sort of re- reincarnating the TNA belts that right. they held, which they never lost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they oh. then
0: also went on to win the ROH tag team titles and lost them on Saturday, spoiler alert, to yeah. the Young Bucks. Yep. Yeah. And of course, leaving everyone with that sort of speculation. Oh, I wonder where the Hardley the Harley boys are going.
1: Yeah.
0: So you whippersnappers with a pension for solving crimes. <laughs> <laughs> so they 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 had the raging clue at, at Ring of Honor, and they lost it to to um like the, 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 the Superkick Pie.
1: Oh fuck!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no party like a Superkick party. A Superkick party on stop. <laughs> Oh. So yeah, they lost the belts. Even though like there was a whole thing flying around of like Jeff saying I'm staying in RA till at least the summer, and everyone's going, oh no, they're not going to turn up in WWE now until someone spotted a, an official WWE vehicle <laughs> yeah, picking, we... picking them up from the broken Harley's tailgate party to take them to the arena.
2: Yeah, uh, official vehicle, which means they had a printed A4 piece of paper with the WWE logo in the fucking window.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Ugh.
0: So yeah, they I've got the bag. <laughs> well I think if anything they pretty much
2: helped that match make it what it was. They made that match. The crowd wouldn't have cared less if they were in it. Yeah. I still hate Enzo and Big Cass. I still hate the fucking <laughs> spiel and the shit. I hate yeah, it. Considering Enzo would think it's a bitch for this match. He is. Which is great. In, I tell you what, the only reason that I do kind of like them is because it makes Cody Gray. Cody Graves? Cody Graves? Cody Graves. Cody Graves better, even. Just because of his obvious hate for <laughs> so more. It's like, every time something goes wrong to him, it's like, ha, ah, look at that idiot. <laughs> 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 there was
0: something Cody Graves said at one point, I'd be dying laughing, I can't feel
2: what it was. Um... Oh, I don't know. It no, took don't my know. Head. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but um, no, it was the because, like, I've not seen their own cast like in the sort of. Well, there was that match-up with the club where it was like that Halloween street fight or something. Mm. But other than that, they've not really done anything much with weapons or anything like that. The Hardys are, are from the sort of TLC era.
2: The Hardys, the Hardys. You know what they're gonna give you. You know yeah. what you're gonna. You, we know what they're gonna do. And the great lad, were ladders there was
0: Seamus and lad, Cesaro who had done money in the bank and stuff before yeah so the bit of experience mm. but there was that mm. uh, nearly sickening moment where like Cesaro <laughs> snapped his leg in half for the oh ladder. yeah shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: when, when <laughs> rather than fucking pushing the ladder over big cast decides i'm just gonna kick the strut <laughs> Yeah. You know, so, so obviously with the ladder you've got the two sides of the ladder with the rungs on and then you've got the metal, the piece of metal that kind of holds them apart and kind of snaps in place It just thinks, I'm just going to beat be the fuck out of that a couple of times <sighs> fucking dangerous shit but yeah no, it was um, like you say, it did kind of make that match because I could have seen that match being really boring and the crowd not really giving a shit like Cesaro and Sheamus are a relatively new tag team like, and they kind of come out of nowhere because they were feuding for ages, and then all the yeah. of a sudden, oh, they're a tag team now because they have mutual respect. It's like <laughs> what? But you know, the club, again, in my opinion, what have they ever, what have they done since they joined? What have they actually done? Nothing really. Exactly. There's
0: nothing to know apart from they've won the
2: tag titles. Yeah, well, they they run that in screwy in a screwy fashion, if I remember correctly. Anyway. Um. So they've not done anything. Not, I what 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 makes me care about them? Nothing. I've not seen any promos that I need to be aware of. I've not seen anything that makes me think, oh yeah, I should watch these guys week in week out. Yeah. Seamus and Cesaro again. Um, they've not been important for fucking ages, and the reason they're in a tag team together is because creative has nothing else for you, mm. and I hate Enzo more big cats. So. The fact the Hardy Boys are in it will maybe care about the match. And they did standard Hardy Boy spots. Which I liked. Starts off with a couple of poetry emotions. I was like, yeah, great, excellent. This is what tag team wrestling used to be. (laughs) Solving the clues. Yeah. So, you know, it was great. It was, um, you know, so... I'm trying to think what else they really did. There was the twist of fate off the ladder... Um, which I've seen him do before because I've watched TLCs before. Uh, the... And then there was the the swanton off the top off the big ladder through Cesaro and Seamus on yeah. the who were laid out on ladders instead of tables. Yeah, which was sick. Well, Cesaro took a horrible fucking bump through that ladder. Seamus <laughs> just got kicked in the dick, <laughs> but <laughs> he got, he got, he got switched kick. heel to the knob. <laughs> <laughs> he got kicked in the dick
0: and just sort of fell off the ladder. Cause yeah. it didn't break. Um, was the, the the bit I sort of predicted, sort of before as we were watching the pre-show, which was like I said that Enzo will be on that like, shoulders. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll go. They'll
2: try and reach it, but they were on the ladder, so it yeah, didn't it didn't work. No, because what they should, have, what they kind of could have done was have him actually stand on his, actually stand on his shoulders rather than sit on his shoulders, yeah. and try and reach it, which would have been different, I suppose. I'm not really, I don't, can't remember seeing someone do that before. Um, but no, instead. They just kind of gave him a push up the ladder yeah. and then they kicked the fuck out of him. Which was quite cool, actually, because I think he got, he gets super kicked by, he gets super kicked by Shizaro and then bro kicked. It. it was just like, ooh, they both sounded pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, die. <laughs> <laughs> die. <laughs> yeah, I want one of those moments.
0: <laughs> I wonder if like, there's like a list of rules, like, Things you cannot, the things you cannot say ring Die <laughs> <laughs> the Fucking Legaro doesn't listen to that
2: rule <laughs> Well no so that could have been good um, It was good It was a good match But it was standard It was the same spots as TLC2 And If you ignore the fact that If you ignore the pop That the Hardy Boys get because of the Hardy Boys That was probably A relatively average match You know what I mean Oh, yeah. Jeff Hardy taking off his shirt to do this one time bomb you look fatter than Matt don't do that again the girls no longer go wild fine <laughs> I'm just saying
0: he was on that Bovanero money so well yeah he got deleted and got fat
2: <laughs> <coughs> nearly lost my coffee <laughs> um, but yeah no it's to be fair If they're gonna if they're gonna do it, go with the broken hardys. Let them do their own thing. Don't micromanage them. Don't be like, oh well, you have to act like the Hardy Boys of old because the Hardy Boys of old worked ten years ago, twenty years ago. Yeah, won't work now. So let them do what they've been doing. That's why they're over. Let them do it. And you'll, you'll be spot on I think they're a great addition to the tag team division on Raw because I think the Raw tag division was the week one of the two to be honest um, the Usos and American Alpha had a fucking awesome tag title match on Smackdown the week before Mania and I'm gutted that they didn't repeat it again on the show because it was really good for a tag title match with the fucking Usos in it yeah it was a really good match. And uh, there ain't My, many tag see, matches. I quite like I American I? Alpha. I can't... There's not much they can do wrong, really. No. Right? I like him. But, but so, um, You know uh, Well, I'm hoping that they'll stick Kurt Angle with them. 12-8. Because they do need a mouthpiece.
1: Yeah.
2: And Kurt Angle's crazy as fuck. But he's <laughs> good on the mic. I'll yeah. give him that He's a, a sexy Kurt. A sexy Kurt thrown down his mouth. oh not make your ankle hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I say, he's there now. You can use him in that capacity. You know, he doesn't have to wrestle, yeah. which is even better. Because the one thing that you don't want is you don't want him to have to wrestle and get hurt. That's why he's probably taking your Legends contract anyway. But why not use him to bolster their market their appeal yeah. almost like you did with the world's greatest tag team they wouldn't nobody care about them if they weren't with Kurt Angle originally yeah you know what I mean mm. so that's that's the exact they're they're perfectly fit yeah but you know all American wrestlers the greatest wrestler in American history Uh well I, I say that obviously not knowing everything about American wrestling but one of them mm. So, yeah. go for it. that's my fault, anyway. Anything you want to add, if you should add
0: nothing, really. I think you've pretty much covered it all. As I, like, it was essentially just the hard, the hand is going through the
2: motions with ladders. And yeah, but the. It's been that long since you've seen it. It seems new, and with the change in fan base, it is new. It's new for them.
0: And it'll sort of open them up to a new audience of, like, new kids and stuff who've probably not seen them before.
2: Yeah. But the kids um, all fucking love it, because they're all the tie-dye and all that shit. Oh, yeah. And it's
0: it's kind of needed in a way. Like It's like when they bring the Dudleys back, but the Dudleys
2: didn't win the belts or anything. No, but they brought the Dudleys back to retire. Yeah. Because that's what the Duddies were out to do. Mm. And they retired, and I assuming they sat on Legends contract. Oh, no. No, they're not.
0: No. Uh, but it's it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen um, whether they're going to bounce back between Raw and Smackdown if they're going to go and just do Raw
1: yeah
2: it'd be interesting to see what they do with them
0: just have to wait and see
2: yeah um, well,
0: I'm predicting they're going to do some sort of next pay is it going to be like the same thing or they're going to have some sort of another gimmick match or something
2: at the pay like you see I'm not predicting that. I think they're just going to do a standard match I think they'll just do them versus big casters or more, or something. And no, we
1: don't care. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, because I
2: don't know. Not, if it was if it was up to me, I'd be building something where the hard boys don't really need the hard boys are the chance, so you don't need them to wrestle every week. Mm. You, the other guys, need to jockey for position to get on to the spot to fight for the title which yeah. makes sense um, you know maybe they did a New Day I don't know Hopefully. I don't know who, they can, who they're going to push I'm assuming the New Day are on a bit of a back burner after obviously recent yeah. revelations <laughs> but um, you know them not being in this match yeah. so I don't know yeah. they'll
0: be alright nothing else I can really add to that yeah. <laughs>
1: Moving on,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen my notes, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella versus the Miz and a Wave. Fucking Al Roker, or whatever he's called, <laughs> <a> ring announcer. <laughs> the worst ring announcer <laughs> in history. Um. This was fucking the most predictable garbage I have watched in a long, long time. I read a comment on Facebook. Somebody went, oh man, how great is the build for this? It's probably the best built match on the WrestleMania card. To which I responded, who the fuck gives how it's built? Yeah. Because we all know the result, so where the fuck do we care? Yeah. The Miz is fucking great. Maurice is fucking great. They're great foils. They're great. But this just killed any momentum that they had. This was just fucking awful. And pulling Jerry Lawler on commentary to make it even fucking worse. Somebody, whoever made that decision, wants to be dragged out the back and shot. Point blank. And man, the Miz has defeated it. Yeah. was <laughs> just... The crowd fucking love the Miz. Yeah. And Jerry Lawler goes, Oh, this crowd booing the Miz. Uh, no, no. It was obvious they were cheering him. Since we're all going, yeah. Did he not then
0: sort of say, well, that that one section cheering the Miz or something?
2: Yeah, he then tried to say that one section, so Miz ran to the side of the ring and (laughs) fucking (laughs) cheered for him too. Jerry Lawler is a fucking idiot. He should be nowhere near the commentary booth anymore. Nowhere near it. He's past it. His time had gone 20 years ago. He... Is the most useless and annoying. I tell you what, he's 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 up there with fucking Mojo Rawley. He's probably worse. He's up there with the fucking Big Show. Yeah, fuck you, you dirty, horrible little scumbag. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Lawler spends the I've mid- <laughs> oh, set him off he
3: <laughs>
0: was, was just being such a dirty horrible little scumbag
3: what do you he is
2: <laughs>
1: Jerry Lawler spends the majority <laughs> of
2: this match trying to put the Maurice and the Miz down, saying that, oh, um, one of his lines was, oh, I heard one time that the, the Maurice answered the door to the Miz, uh, stood in sexy lingerie. It turns out she was coming home.
1: Yeah.
2: What the fuck are you on mm-hmm. about? You utter knob jockey! And rightly so, JBL shut him the fuck down. And told him he was a fucking idiot. <laughs> if you excuse my French. <laughs> and I believe there was something else to do with... Oh, they're not a power couple because, you know, how many kids have they got? Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Are they not focused on... Are they not have careers where they have to travel all the fucking time. And if they had a kid, they both have to leave said careers.
1: Yeah.
2: You fucking knob
0: jockey. Well, going back to that segment, though, I showed in Total D was where John Cena's was like, well, I'm at that point in my life in my career where I don't really want to get married or have children, but there's house rules.
2: <laughs> yeah, but well, no, but it's okay for John Cena to fucking say it in an actual situation. Yeah, yeah, but to call somebody out for it,
1: mm.
2: it's just what are you trying to do here? You trying you trying to make me hate the Miz and Maryse because they haven't had kids?
1: Yeah,
2: are you fucking stupid? Mm. So, hang on, how many kids does John Cena and Nikki Bella have? Oh, wait, none. Mm. Uh, oh, right, okay. Um, so, why would I hate the Miz and Maurice for it and not John Cena and Nikki Bella? Uh, your argument is invalid. It And it was just stupid shit about how, oh, well, I heard that um, the, the Miz has a small penis because uh, somebody told me that somewhere. Mm. And JBL would just be like, Shut up, you idiot. Where have you come from? Why are you here? <laughs> fucking knob. It was crap. Mm. Utter crap. Yeah. Um. In case you didn't realise, John Cena fucking wins. And of course, because we can't have... I'll I tell you what, the, the only way that this match... I would have allowed this match to happen, the way they wanted to fucking do it, is don't pin The Miz. Pin Maurice. She's not a wrestler. Yeah. She doesn't fucking wrestle. It makes sense to pin her. But no, we have to have a stereo pin where the referee counts both shoulders down because it's fucking John Cena. Fuck you. Fuck you. And then your shitty proposal afterwards. I'm not saying I made a fucking... the best proposal in the world because I fucking didn't yeah. but I didn't stop a fucking show being watched by millions of fucking people to spout some shit that nobody gives a crap about to be booed the whole way fucking through it to then propose again because I've already done it once and I happened to mention that during the fucking thing you dick and then, of course, the whole, like, oh, well, his mum's in the front row. Well, like, it was fucking obvious he was going to propose. When they did that, it was obvious he was going over And then, of course, all oh, the cuddling is the walking up the ramp because they're the real power couple. And Nikki's like, oh, I can't believe you asked me to marry you. Yes, you fucking can. He didn't even cry. He didn't even get emotional. Stupid bitch. I'm sorry, but... It has no You're place not. on a wrestling show. I'm not. It doesn't. <laughs> it has no place on a wrestling show. I'm. It doesn't. The, I tell you what. Fucking Rusev and Lana share the fact that they got married on Twitter. And they get fucking buried for it. Yeah. For months. For fucking months. But it's okay for John Cena to fucking do it live on, TV, live on pay-per-view. Oh my god. Can you imagine how I feel if I'd actually paid 15 quid to watch this shit? I paid the to watch this shit, and I'm fucking irate. Just get off my TV.
0: The problem is there'll be members of our um, fan base still at home now. It's going everywhere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bum calls around <Roger>.
0: everywhere. <laughs> uh. Well, was... I'm saying nothing about this match and I thought it was fucking shit. <laughs> Did I cover it? Yes. Uh, what What irked me, if anything, was the fact that, that Cena and Nicky couldn't come out together because he wanted to sprint down the ramp like a tool. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got three quarters of <laughs> the way down and started in the Charles Robinson run. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's sort of like, you'll see the look on his face where he's like, well, i am committed to this now, so I can't really <laughs> give up. <laughs> so I'm just, kind of just sort of it. And... Yeah.
2: The thing that annoys me is for months, The Miz has been doing a fantastic job, and he's been built up as a fantastic heel. And now, he's back down bottom and fucking rung. Nobody gives a shit. He's... Doesn't matter. Mm. And you've gone from one of the greatest... I want to call it one of the greatest comebacks of all time because The Miz was at a point where nobody gave a shit. Yeah,
1: He'd
2: gone from being... Everybody likes him ironically to less than crickets. (laughs) If there was a cricket there, somebody shot it and it was dead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. To... (coughs) To mattering mm. and I fucking killed myself. <coughs> there you go. That's how passionately I feel about it. I've turned into fucking Shawn Michaels. <coughs> uh. <coughs> uh. <coughs> Sorry.
0: That's what happens when you get you you turn into the ranty bastard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell but yeah there you go that's how that's how passionate I feel about this <clears throat> sorry moving on
0: <laughs> please do before you off yourself
2: <laughs> oh fuck it gets worse well, maybe not worse but still shit Seth Rollins versus Triple H how do you like half hour matches <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's going back that conspiracy. Well <clears throat> What colour was Seth Rollins wearing? Gold. Yeah. Who won the match? Seth Rollins won the match.
2: Oh yeah. I rest my case. <laughs> um notes for this match. Very slow, boring, nothing new. Triple H has definitely lost a step to the detriment of this match. Poorly booked, poorly executed.
0: It was like I said, though, it was last night. I was now I'm watching it. It was very much just Triple H. For, for me, it was, tri- it was Triple H going through the motions. It was. And Seth, on his part, did a brilliant job at selling.
2: Uh, it's like, funny you agree with it because he kept doing moves. like, Obviously, the whole thing's about yeah. working the knee, and he kept doing moves, but he'd do a move, then sell the knee. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know whether, to me, I'd be selling it during... He should have been selling it during, really, because he should have...
0: It, but it was really, like... Really, by the end of the match, he should have been hobbling round, yeah. rather than there uh, sort of, oh, my knee, my knee is killing me, I'm going to have my knee. Oh, but now I'm back on my feet, I can walk around normally. I'm going to kick him with a bad knee. Super yeah. kick. Oh, yeah. my knee. Super kick. Oh, my knee.
2: Something else. Oh, I've landed my knee again. Oh, I'm going to hurt my knee again. Like... Jump up for the Phoenix Splash, looking yeah. fine. Do the Phoenix Splash, hurt my knee. Yeah, it was like, no, no, you shouldn't have been able to do that. Fine, you should yeah. have been struggling to do that. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> it, it's like you say, it's. Uh, I, I didn't think this match added anything for something that was a unsanctioned match. Where was the interference? Yeah. Where was the involvement of people? Where was where was Anything different. Like tri- Triple H gets a such a one point, I can't remember him using it. Like he might use it once, but he don't go to the knee with it. Yeah, I think he used it all at once. Yeah. Like. But don't use it on the knee. No. Which is what you'd expect. Yeah. Um they try and do a table spot and the table don't break. The DAT on the table, the break. Yeah. Um <laughs> even then Stephanie's involvement was very low. Stephanie's involvement was very limited. She only gets involved in two two instances. One where she breaks she
1: breaks up a pin? Yeah, I think so. She breaks up a pin
2: and then one where she goes through the table right at the end. Yeah. Uh which makes Triple H like I don't know whether that was his bed face or what that he did. <laughs> um, but then turns around and gets pedigreed. Yes. Which of course land on your knees. Uh you know, step around yeah. with your knee. Mm-hmm. don't think i would be doing the pedigree with you. Would have changed that. Yeah. Maybe gone back to the curb stomp for one match. You know, yeah. trip sells a company can kind of tell you do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, you know, has done unprotected chair shots before yeah. when they were banned, etc. Uh, so it was definitely meh. It was extremely slow, yeah. extremely plodding. There was lots of wrapping up the knee in chairs and stamping on the chair and. Lots of like you know, chair shots to the knee and stuff mm. like that and then he just knows sort of all in one.
0: Figure fours and
2: Yeah. Indian death locks, whatever it was. Yeah. It was just it was supposed to, I understand what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be well, Triple H is that cerebral and he's you know, he's like he's more technically gifted than we think and stuff and he was doing all these technical moves and he was like working the knee the whole way through and the Rollins, the plucky underdog comes back with some fire and wins yeah, you can do that while selling the knee. And he didn't. Because it was it is I know you praised his selling. His selling after the moves was good. Yeah but his selling during it was lacking. Yeah. And that's what got me. If you're gonna do the knee, you sell the knee the whole time. You don't sell the knee after every move that you do.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sell it before the move, sell it during the move sell it, you know, pick different moves because of the knee mm. yeah, don't do fucking running knee strikes yeah. and stuff <laughs> sell it don't do it like a, a freaking flash or something where you land on your knee yeah, exactly <laughs> don't, but you wouldn't attempt it you wouldn't do something like that because what it should be that his knee's in such a condition that he can't get to the top rope that easily, so he wouldn't do stuff off the top rope I mean, I just—it's just lack of foresight. It's just—it's bad booking, mm. and whether that's the superstars who came up with that finish, or whether that's an actual booker who came up with that finish, it's bad booking because you've done all the work, yeah, and then you've just gone flush the toilet. All that work's gone down the drain in seconds, mm. and it—it's just naff. But there's nothing to say about that match really. It was dead long and dead boring. And Triple H's entrance wasn't even as <laughs> spectacular like it normally is. Yeah. It's He's just... Just had a lot better. <clears throat> it didn't even make sense. Why were the cops there? I mean, when he comes down on a trike with Stephanie sat on the back, yeah. and the cops lead him down to the ring and then go away, and then he just parks up the bike and gets in the cap, in, in, the, in the in the ring and it's just like, oh, where was like the Terminator? Yeah. And where was the King of Kings where was being carried out by mm. minions mm. and stuff so yeah no I wasn't keen Seth Rollins entrance was even worse comes out with a big flame <laughs> torch and then sets on fire the ramp yeah and the ring and it just looked I was just kind of like really and then just kind of casually strolls down to yeah. the ring yeah it was just shit yeah but again, he's not he's not helped with a fucking long ramp. Or mm-hmm. whatever. Wasn't keen. Um oh god <sighs> this was where um what's his face came out, wasn't it? Pitbull uh, yeah. Pitbull, some other guy, lunchbox and um Flo Rider, whoever that may be. Um <laughs> But I didn't re- I I I didn't realize, but it actually is Florida. So, and they we're in Florida.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, Huh? Huh? You like that? Huh? Lunchbox? Huh?
0: Pitbull? Huh? What's this called? Super Bowl, Super, 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 Super Bowl, Saturday? I don't know. Loosen up. <laughs>
1: Party, god
2: damn it. <laughs> Look at the adjective, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Pitbull and whoever they were absolutely killed this crowd, they murdered it in cold blood. It was, it, it they never recovered,
0: no, not at all. They came Kissin',
2: out because they had three, no, four matches left, four matches left. And yeah, this was the worst possible thing they could have done because it literally the crowd went from being not not they weren't the greatest crowd anyway. No, um, but that usually comes down to it being open air. You don't get the same sound because mm. it doesn't reverberate back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they probably were a great crowd. They were great in parts, like with the Miz and stuff like that. They were fucking excellent yeah. and booing John Cena and blah blah blah. But at this point, the crowd just kind of went, "Oh my god, yeah. we've been here in like probably five hours now, maybe yeah, longer." This, this point, yeah. And then there's this bald knobhead, sprout spouting in. What, just shit that I can't fucking understand. I don't even know if he was speaking English. I couldn't hear him. I couldn't tell. And then there's this other guy, and then he introduces another guy, and I can't tell what any of them are saying. <laughs> and I think I, I think I recognised the tune from the radio someday, and it was just utter shit. It was... WrestleMania should be for wrestling. The live songs either don't do it, or do it in connection with something. Do it at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Don't do it like smack bang in the middle after five hours. Yeah. The, it, it worked at WrestleMania, WrestleMania eighteen with Drowning Pool and Saliva. It worked, yeah. and do you know why it worked because they did one at the beginning. Of, sorry, they did one two songs at the beginning of the show, and then they did one song for Triple H's entrance. If I remember correctly, you're half right. Right.
0: They opened the show with Saliva, yeah. the superstar. About three ma- four matches in, they did Drowning Pool doing Terrorway, Which was his theme song for the pay-per-view. Yeah. Then they did Saliva, did the Dudley's theme on the four way, Right, yeah. And then you had Drowning Pool for the
2: main event. So, okay. But two so of they, those. For
0: two, two performances. yes,
2: yeah, but two of them are for entrances. Yeah. Right, so one to open the show, fine. Uh, the one in the middle of the show... I remember them doing that because I now remember that they did on the TitanTron they had the big package the, yeah. the the preview well not preview package the promo package for the whole event mm. pretty much get that fine you you actually set, you're not actually sitting there but WrestleMania back then was 3 hours yeah now it's 7 hours yeah yeah that's your difference and music was better back then now it's just Shit. Shit I don't understand. So yes, now the crowd is dead and we have Ray White versus Randy Orton. And I've surprisingly put worst booking of the night genuine questions of why I watch wrestling (laughs) fucking pointless title reign, no point in anything if Orton just gonna know so. It was a match that had had it been a different opponent, it could have had
0: so much potential. It could have been AJ, it could have been Luke Harper, Harper it could have been a four way, it could yep. have been a three way. No. We had AJ and Luke Harper wrestling for nothing, just for Randy Orton to go, Well, I don't want it. Oh wait, no, I do want it. So it's me and your mania.
2: It's smacks of utter bullshit. It is. It's this is what pissed me off, right? We spoke quite highly of the Randy Orton character change on the last pod that I was on. Um, and we said, oh, you know, it's different. Finally, after 10 years. No. Just now. We've changed yeah. our minds. We're not doing that now. Um, even though, wait, he's already said that he's not going to go on that Fight WrestleMania. Oh, no, he is now. Oh, right. So why, why last week did you then tell us different air eh, cars? Yeah. What do you mean, air uh, cars? Just cars. Because we've decided. Oh right, that's a bit shit looking, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, but with the WWE, we'll tell you what you want to like. You'll like Randy Orton. No, no, I don't. Oh yeah, but you will. Oh thanks. The thirteenth time we try, and now I'm gonna like him this time. Uh, no. So yeah, Um, in case you didn't realise, Orton goes over in a shit match. Yeah. It was garbage. Just garbage. Um, Randy Orton starts off really hot and does some moves really quickly. He then the, no, the, the quote I remember for you was "Oh God, he started the match with a face full of dick." Yeah, he did straight away. Face full of dick, followed by some kind of slam, followed by a power slam, followed by Bray Wyatt leaving the ring and looking shocked. Randy Orton then doesn't do another move until the finish. If I remember correctly. Well, they kept going for the RKO, didn't they, I think? Yeah, and kept going in reverse. But he doesn't actually hit a move until yeah. the finish. Mm. I don't Oh, sorry. No, no I, I tell I, he hits one backbreaker. But from what, what about, I remember. What about the DDT? That's the finish. Is it it's at the finish? No, I don't remember. I think it's at the finish. I don't know. It was shit. He did the RKO on the outside at one point. Yeah, which was shit. Because he'd just been hit with his sister Abigail into the barricade, but yeah. no sold it. Hmm. what's the point if he's just going to know himself? what's the actual point in this match hey look Bray Wyatt you wanted him to be champ he's champ four weeks <laughs> later probably not even four weeks probably three three or four weeks later Yeah. guess what he's weeks. losing lol <laughs> Fendi Orton lol and it was just and I wouldn't mind if they booked it well but they did fuck all with it
1: hmm.
2: it was just kind of like, they started doing oh Bray Wyatt playing the mind games by projecting maggots onto the ring oh, Worms onto the ring, and it was like, or cockroaches onto the ring. It was like, it don't make any fucking sense. And Randy Orton didn't like run out the ring and act like he was freaked out or anything like that. He just kind of went, just a like, fucking RKO him anyway, and just carried on like it was nothing,
1: yeah. like
2: it didn't. So what was the fucking point? But they're not also the the fact it, of like Randy Orton
0: burnt down the compound.
1: It's fuck, fuck, off And
0: yeah, he
2: he's the face going into this. Yeah. He burnt down a man's house. Yeah, and uh, you know, desecrated is that the word? De- decim- one or two, desecrated or decimated? No, desecrated. Uh, des- yeah, the ashes of Bray White's dead sister. Yeah, yeah, he's a face. Yeah, sorry, that face. Yeah. So yeah, they did the fancy light shit, so so the commentators could say, "Oh, look what he's doing! That's so weird." Uh, <laughs> no. It's not. It's a fucking projector. Yeah.
1: You
0: not Well, considering we saw it, though, with the Seth the, the set Rollins Triple H match. Yeah, before, exactly. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, what, what's happening? It's like, a projector. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was <laughs> shite. This match was shite. And, it, yeah, uh, and wins RKO. Just from somewhere, not nowhere, because that's a load of fucking crap. Um, It was shit. It was horrible, and I genuinely I'm questioning whether I should keep my network subscription and whether I should watch wrestling anymore. Because it, I know the idea is that they want to incite this reaction from me. I understand that I'm not stupid, um, but what is the point? I get the, from matches like that. I get zero enjoyment, yeah. none whatsoever. I literally come out thinking. Why can't you just fall down the stairs and break a leg or something? Why can't you just end up really seriously hurting like a plane crash or something? I and I get again. I'm supposed to feel this way. I'm supposed to hate it. And I'm supposed to you know. I'm supposed to react to it. He's supposed to be a face. Yeah. I, I'm supposed to react to it, but it. I'm supposed to enjoy wrestling. I'm supposed to enjoy what they're putting on, and I don't. I don't want to see Randy Orton again. i fucking seen it. I've sat through it. I turned off because of it last time. Yeah. Why, why are you doing this to people? What has Bray Wyatt done? Whose sister is he sleeping with? What has he done? Whose cat did he kill? What did he do? Whose bag did he shit in? Exactly. Oh, no, that was Randy Orton. <laughs> no. Tell me how much oestrogen he's shooting into his pectoral muscles to mask the fact that he's taking steroids. Oh, wait, that's Randy Orton 2. Come on. What is wrong? So, yeah, that's genuinely how I feel about this. What What has Bray Wyatt done to someone in the back important?
0: I don't know. But it's... It's one of them, it's like post Mania Week, so the no that be a rematch for the next pay per view. Um whether that then becomes a triple threat or a fatal four way or whatever with AJ or Luke Harper one can only hope. Uh, considering well, as well considering as well, like Luke Harper was possibly going after Bray Wyatt, yeah. Mania, and then he ended up in the, the Andre Battle Royal. Yeah, I know. Fucking buried him fast in there. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, Orton is champion.
2: There's there's no reason for it. There's lies. It does nothing for anyone. It makes Bray Wyatt look a bitch, and it doesn't it help Brandy Orton's character anymore because I've fucking seen it for ten years, I know what it is. I, I burnt down your compound and now I took your belt.
0: But I'm the good guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, off Hello, this is for Can't we say hello the at the same time? Fuck's sake. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello! This uh, is an advertisement for Master Debaters. Oh, can we say Master Debaters together as well? Yeah?
4: Hello! Hello. I am Michael. I'm Sean. No, I'm Toffer. And we are the Master Debaters. We are the
0: Master Debaters.
1: That's what we want
4: to do. We're all saying it. Yeah. Hello! Hello. I'm Michael. I'm Sean. I'm Toffer. And we, we are, are the Dammit, Master Sean. Debaters. Sean! I thought we were just doing... Hello! Hello. I'm Michael.
0: I'm Sean. I'm Toffer.
4: We are... The, the Master Debaters. Debaters.
0: You can find us on Twitter at underscore Master Debaters, SoundCloud, Podbeam and iTunes. Just do yourself a favour and jump aboard this podcast train. Choo-choo, motherfucker! <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what's the next match?
2: Um, Continuing with a the theme of title matches, Lesnar versus Goldberg. <laughs> like to hear my notes. <laughs> I put squash. <laughs> uh, Goldberg, because he can only do two moves, only did two moves. I believe he did spear five, six times, including once through a barricade. Yeah. And did the jackhammer. Lesnar only has two moves. So did the German suplex. I think it was a total of 15 times. Okay. And the F5 once. And I put boring and predictable. Yes, it was. Um, that pretty much sums up the match. Really? <laughs> um yes. Yeah. Goldberg, ki- uh, sorry, Lesnar kicked out of the jackhammer. Like he hadn't done before. And then F5'd him one. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well, you really say about it? <laughs> we knew what it was we knew going to happen. Yeah, happen. We knew what was going to happen. We knew what it was going to be. Um, yeah, he did ten German suplexes. Then I fived him, and it was over. And yeah, the crowd collectively sighed and was like, "Yeah, we are done with it." As did we, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's literally it. In ten, that was like ten minutes. In ten, if not less. Yeah, it felt like less, but then you include the entrances, it
0: probably was well about ten minutes, if not a bit more.
2: Yeah, because Goldberg's entrance was fucking long. Yeah. Because, of course, because he's back in the, every, every pay per view, he has to do like the famous entrance where he comes from the back with the security and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. That was it. There's nothing else to say. Really? <laughs> no. No? Nothing I can add to it. Moving on? I'm trying to if there's any good Paul Haven spots. No, he wasn't. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't even get interjecting the match. He just stood around there outside and made you know, Paul like, Heyman faces. Was it, what
0: was it? It's <laughs> that, but he did the interview on that. Was it the pre-show or something? Oh, he yeah, was yeah. Answering questions. Yeah. How many superplexes have we was left to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's like as many as he was, as many as what is it? As many as is required
2: or something. Yeah, so sort of <laughs> like that. Yeah, was, I can't remember if it's just as many as he wants to, or as many as is required to like crush the dreams of Goldberg or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> um, next, <laughs> SmackDown Women's Title match. Oh yeah, SmackDown's it's... Women's Title is on after their World Title. Just leaving that out there. <laughs> well, we the don't control our borders. <laughs> um, only one of them got their entrance. Yeah. In full. And uh, it wasn't the champ, folks. She came out first. <laughs> Again. Again. Um. So, yeah, Naomi was the only one who got her full entrance with all the feel-the-glow the crap. That she's now uh, spouting, which means nothing to anybody and is kind of like, seriously, your gimmick is you wear glow-in-the-dark pants yeah. and have glow-in-the-dark hair. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so, in my notes, I put awful smiles match and uh, it was obvious that you know, we were going to win because it was a piss break. It was a piss break <laughs> and it was literally everybody drunk is in the ring, everybody hits the finisher and everybody, everybody's out the ring, everybody's back in the ring, everybody hits the finisher and everybody. Alexa Bliss, the only one who's being smart about it all, stays out of the ring then, and has taken the least damage, but she's also the one who gets pinned. The one highlight of this match is Carmella's selling.
0: <laughs> Kicks in the bag and
2: an audible, OW! <laughs> Carmella, former backup dancer for Ureni, you know? <laughs> That makes it excellent in-ring. Yes. Um, there was no appearance of Janet Ellsworth. I was devastated. Though he did go in the match and get Exploded Suplexed by a girl. In his like, Yeah. Carmania gear. Yeah.
1: Which
2: is just terrible.
1: He looked like such a... He the
2: white. He looked like such a no. Yeah. But again, the definition of a creative has nothing for you when gave you uh, a contract because your merch was one day popular.
1: Yeah.
2: But there we go. <laughs> um, There's nothing anything to say it. about this match. It was sloppy. It wasn't good. Um, you had the double sharpshooter attempt rich, rich shit. which yeah. she fell over and nearly yeah. killed them both. Um, As she has a tendency to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the end was crap because Alexa Bliss was the only one who hadn't been involved in all the finisher here, finisher there stuff. Got hit with one move and pinned. Um, yeah, uh, what more do you want? Um, anything you want to add? There's nothing I
1: can talk.
2: I think covered we covered the women's can't. division earlier. Really, um, it we needs... summed it up. Yeah. <laughs> these women need adding to that and there are obvious jobbers <laughs> Yeah. Um, Carmella is a f- just rolling someone into a field I'm <laughs> <them, let> <laughs> at it I think they're rabbits or something Right, taking the away of old yellow <laughs> yeah it wasn't good it wasn't long and it was literally to give you a break between Lesnar Goldberg and then this match because they thought the crowd action would be good. It for them both <laughs> it was not. Um, Taker versus Roman Reigns. The We're, main event. The main event. We are now in hour six of this show. If not more than hour six, probably heading towards hour seven.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Heading towards hour seven. Yeah, of this um, show. This match started at about, I think,
0: four 20, thirty-five. I thought it was about yeah, about twenty to five.
2: Yeah, in the morning. So we were both very tired by this point, mm-hmm. and by the sounds of things, the crowd was very, very tired too. Um, I mean, it was approaching midnight there in
1: Florida.
0: Yeah, at
2: this point. Um. So, notes. Snorefest. Obvious retirement match and very boring. Uh, Noted that we saw Michelle McCool still behind the commentary desk uh, before the match even began. Um, And as we already know from previously in the show, if your family's there, you're either retiring or going over. And it was pretty certain he was going to retire. Yep. So, yeah. If you didn't already know the result of the match then you did then <laughs> and you could have saved yourself some time. Um, I also put, um, Roman reigns as a botch machine. Um, mainly based on the fact that he tried to tombstone the undertaker and failed to pick him up twice. Yeah. Not as strong as you thought you were. Are you, Roman? Um, and then I put nothing special, literally put me to sleep twice. Um, cause I woke up by spilling beer on myself. Uh, when I was asleep,
0: <laughs> we can't tell you what bear, but if you look closely at WrestleMania at certain points, you will see what bear it was, <laughs> because it was up there on the rock a ten-foot sign. Yeah. <laughs> um.
2: What more can I say? Uh, this match was nothing special. All of the I, I, I saw the main parts of the match. The I literally. Uh, it was, yeah. They tried to recreate The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Mm.
1: The the, the
2: main point of this match is the finish. The rest of it is... It doesn't matter. Um, It was Roman Reigns trying Superman punches and spears versus The Undertaker trying to use chairs, chokeslam on chairs. Um, There was a point where I actually thought Undertaker might win when he hit the tombstone and then Roman Reigns kicked out and it was like, oh my god. I have to watch more. Ooh. Shit. Um. Yeah, it ends with Roman Reigns hitting a spear. I think the fifth spear, maybe in a row. Can't remember. And the Undertaker going, "You don't have the balls to finish me." And then he speared him again. And it was over. And it was like, "Oh my god! Thank God that shit is over." And uh, the Undertaker decided to undress himself in the ring and leave. Um, it, down a hatch in the ring. <laughs> uh, sorry, in the uh, yeah. ramp. Yeah, he went over.
0: He broke the character, went over and kissed M- Michelle. Yeah. And um, took his gloves off, took his hat off, took his jacket off. So he undressed. Yeah. <laughs> and broke the character, went over, uh, kissed her, and then went up the, right, the ramp. He didn't go up the ramp, really. Well, he started walking up it. Looked, yeah. looked back at the ring. Did the whole hand raise and then slowly descended into the ramp
2: yeah there's a point Jim Ross was on commentary
0: and Bella said the word
2: Yep. Yeah. could not save this match no nobody could nothing could have saved this match I genuinely don't think it was I understand what they were trying to do I understand why they scripted it the way they did but but Roman Reigns is the wrong Character to do it
1: with,
2: yeah. and it just made people not care. So, yeah, um, the, the crowd didn't care. I can't say that to be honest. Some people were upset, um, you know, at the end and whatnot. And it was like, thank you, take a chance, and blah blah blah. But throughout the match, they were dead. It wasn't like they were sat watching in awe of, in, or sat watching, you know, something that they didn't expect. Um, it was just didn't work. I don't know if there's anything I've missed. Not
0: really. It was. It's like most people say it's like I should have called it quits at
2: 28 or whatever it was after the Hollow Cell. Should have called it quits when we got beat by Brett, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Because
2: then there was no point except a very young talent.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Enchantment Man. <laughs> so yeah,
1: it's
0: you know it's one of them things, twenty three and two. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's impressive, but still could have been undefeated.
2: Yeah. Could have been
1: one one. Yeah.
2: But no. It just it wasn't good. It wasn't even entertaining. I'll probably rewatch it. I'll be honest. I'll probably go back and rewatch this one match just to make sure that I haven't missed anything. But I can't, I don't know. There was just, it was nothing. It was enough. These last three matches, well, even last, uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton had a desired effect that pissed me off. But Lesnar Goldberg, the SmackDown's women match is a throwaway match anyway. Yeah. But Lesnar Goldberg, take her own reigns, did nothing for anyone. It it didn't, it was supposed, this is supposed to be our feud going forward. to next Wrestlemania not even just at SummerSlam for a year this is supposed to be the headline feud and I could not care less about both of them Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's impressive that he retired The Undertaker I don't think it's impressive that he beat Goldberg and retired Goldberg I just I'm I'm not impressed with your performance yeah I'm not impressed with your pay-per-view I I mean, well, you know, if you want to, if you want to look at it, you know, one way, like take take the predictions for example. Wrestling, okay, there's always going to be stuff that you can predict, but normally you get about fifty percent of them wrong. Yeah. yeah, we both got nine out of thirteen, and the ones that we got wrong, <laughs> the SmackDown women's match. Well, to be honest, I forgot Naomi was in it, so I was never going to pick her anyway.
1: Yeah,
2: so. One multi-match. The tag titles match. Well, the Hardy Boys were a surprise entrance, so how could we get that one right? Yeah. What else did we get wrong? Ambrose and Baron Corbin. No, we got that right. Sorry, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. How are we going to pick that? It's about a Royal. there's 30 men in it, and they changed it the, na- the day before. Yeah. What else did we get wrong? We've got 10. No, we got 9. Yeah, I know. what was the one that we got wrong? Oh, we both said Bray Wyatt. Yeah. That's how predictive it <laughs> uh, uh, how easy this was to predict. So no, you know, it just yeah, it just sucked. The whole thing sucked. Oh no, well uh, yeah, it just sucked. I think it was it matter. Whatever we got wrong. We got nine out of thirteen. It's
1: pretty fucking good.
2: You should you shouldn't be able to get scores like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's...
2: and that's not for who we wanted to win. That's for who we thought the WWE put over. Yeah, it's you can listen to our predictions on the the other pods, the
0: bonus pods. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah. And if <laughs> if
2: else you want, go on. I think this was possibly one of the worst WrestleManias of all time, it's just based on how long it is and how many good matches are actually in it. There are two. There are two. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fact I stayed until half past
2: five for this. Yeah, it's depressing. WWE doesn't care about WrestleMania anymore. They just don't. Mm. They make out it's a big thing and then they put it on for seven hours and book it like a B pay per view. My personal opinion please write in. If you think I'm right or wrong, discuss, please, discuss this with me. Prove me wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. Anything you want to add? What did you think of WrestleMania?
0: It was seven and a half hours too long. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, it was about four and a half hours too long. Yeah. Match of the night. I even have one.
2: <laughs> I can only think of one that I'd actually. That I, I can Neville Yeah. <laughs> well, think about it this way: the other, what other matches did did we like? I liked the Raw Women's title match, and I liked Kevin Owens. YGJ. I I didn't like the finish of either one. Right. I did like the finish of Neville Austin I liked more elements of Neville Austin than I did any other match. So it has to be a match of the night. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> match of the night. Do I do star performer? Is there one? I wouldn't say so. Uh. You might have been differently, but I don't um, Charlotte Flair. Okay. I thought what she did was good. It's unfortunate that it they fucked up the finish. <laughs> and I don't mean she actually fucked up the finish, I mean that the booking fucked up the finish.
1: <sighs> yeah,
2: I've nothing else to add. It was a disappointment of a pay-per-view. Do not spend seven hours watching it. Watch the first ten minutes with Austin Aries Neville and then turn it off. Then run. Run away. <laughs> Go in fact, don't do th- don't even do that. Go back and watch NXT takeover, which is just as predictable, but more entertaining. Go do that. Do that. I still have to watch it yeah. Watch it. I've kinda watched it. I've watched bits. But it's bloody entertaining at least.
0: Watch me 33. Don't Wait, watch it. Join you know us next year for wrestling 34?
2: Oh my god. In, <laughs> in New Orleans. Oh, that's will be alright. I like New Orleans. Yeah. Uh.
0: So, the last art of
1: wrestling the last start, start of Wrestlemania
0: <laughs> yeah
2: it's not this has thing. been
0: Wrestlemania 33 I've been Coxie I've been the delivery guy the baddest man the baddest man the baddest man <laughs> on the phone the little boy and you've been listening thank you very much
1: <laughs>